They're also trying to impeach Biden. Let us not forget, yep. they're trying two multiple impeachments at the same time. Look, Mike Johnson is worried, right? The last speaker did not keep his job. And I think that this is a ploy. I also think, look, gas is under $3. This is, you know, inflation is coming down. Economic news is good, right? We've had that soft landing. People may be cranky about the economy, but the fundamentals are solid. That is kind of a miracle. And I think that Republicans don't have that much to run on. And these crime numbers are down. So the thing they have, the thing that they need is fear. And the only thing that they can find that they think will help them run is the border because they think that there's fear. But the thing that we don't talk about when it comes to immigration is we don't talk about this is a very tight labor market. We actually need these people to work jobs. And I think that you're not, you know, there's a larger issue here, which is that we don't have a path to immigration. Yeah, I've never seen the lines this long, man. This is wild. I guess my question is, is if you don't get H.R. 2, that's it. You're not willing to let's say let's say there was I mean, I've seen the White House and the Democrats in the Senate go in your direction on this issue more than I've ever seen Democrats uh, go in your direction. And I've been in this town for a little longer than you. I've seen President Bush try to do this. I've seen President Obama try to do this. Uh, and it always comes down to the House Republicans and what they're willing to accept you would turn down a compromise that was not 100% of H.R. 2? Uh, Jake, I'm not going to answer hypotheticals because they've not sent us any, uh, any, any suggestion yet. There's, there's no uh, draft bill, but I would tell you, I don't care if they call it H.R. 2. I do care about the provisions that will seal the border. I don't think now is the time to do comprehensive immigration reform because, to your point, it's very complicated. It's very complex to do. But we can seal the border. We could do it overnight. The president has the existing authority under existing federal law to do that, and he refuses to do it. Secretary Mayorkas has administered this. He's in charge of operational control of the border. And what we see here is absolute mayhem. It, 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 this is not a Republican or Democrat issue. Right. It affects every American and every citizen along here. That's, so, that's why, that's who they need to listen to. Will, uh, can we see, see a show of hands? Who will 
vote to shut down the government. Unless no, we're not going to do show of hands. Uh, we're not in a classroom. We're not doing show of hands. Well, here's the here's the deal on the on the shutdown. We're, we are working hard to uh, get the appropriations bills done, and the resolve that uh, of this group and that you've seen with our votes and and carrying over and crushing the Christmas omnibus fever as we did with our laddered approach and the two-step CR. We have until mid-January. You have until early February to get the approach bills done. We have been working in earnest and in good faith with the Senate and the White House virtually every day through the holiday trying to come to an agreement. Negotiations are still ongoing. It's drug on way too long. But the sooner we get that agreement, the sooner we'll be able to get the appropriations bills done. And let me tell you what our top two priorities are right now in summary. We want to get the border closed and secured first, and we want to make sure that we reduce non-defense discretionary spending. That is an important objective. You know why? Because we've crossed the threshold of $34 trillion in debt. $34 trillion today. It's a landmark that is uh, unimaginable, would have been unimaginable to previous generations. And here we are. And so we have a responsibility here of fiscal stewardship and fiscal sanity. And that's the priority that you're going to see us pursue. So too early to prejudge any of that. But I'll tell you, we're resolved on those priorities. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's how I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's uh, Thursday, 4 January, in the year of our Lord, 2024. Uh, let's go to work. You're in the war room. Um, I think this audience, uh, the muscle of this audience, because you are the muscle of the MAGA movement. You're kind of the um, the uh, cadre, the uh, vanguard of this movement in back of President Trump. I think we've teed this thing up. I think collectively we've teed this thing up pretty well. It's now they want to fight, and we're ready for a fight. And I think, and you heard Jake Tapper right there. I think they're gonna we're gonna fight this on the ground. We want to, you know, it's always important if you look at uh, land wars and land campaigns. Always make sure you get ground. You know, Gettysburg might have not turned out the way it did if you had had better ground for the uh, Confederacy, as uh, James Longstreet continued to try to tell General Lee. Um, so the ground is important. I think it's shaping up that we're going to have that we're going to fight on the ground of our choosing. It's uh, as Jake said. I've been in this town a long time, <laughs> longer than Johnson, and he's never seen it come our way. We're shifting the Overton window. It's not nearly good enough, and this is about steely resolve because we're going to need steely resolve. But the buried lead there was uh, Speaker Johnson. What did he say? The two priorities were. The two parties, as we have over and over hammered, and you have gotten to your representatives and to your friends and family as force multiplier, using using Bill Blaster. That's why Grace Chung and the team, the development team, made it for you guys to make you guys have more operating leverage. Um, it's, it's secure and shut down the border and cuts to discretionary. Now, he said um, non-defense spending. 
I'm of the belief that, and that's why we intercut that. I want to thank uh, the team in Denver, the Real America's Voice team, and my own crack production team here. The guys are going a little bit Oppenheimer. They're trying to be Chris Nolan on these on these cold opens, which I think is great. Just cut back and forth between and, and let you know what's going on in the world. This is the expanding conflict in the Middle East. Um, I think descri- I think defense spending has to be looked at also. You know, defense spending is almost nine hundred billion dollars. When you add everything, in, it's nine hundred billion dollars with no audit. And the defense contractors still making to way the margins are way too high. So, but that's a detail. The important thing is that even Johnson, you saw there, is saying, "Hey, the two priorities we have is to cut spending, and now we want massive cuts. They're not there. To cut spending and secure the border. Is this perfect? This is a long way from perfect." But are we directionally teeing this up for the fight? And you got today the lead story in The Hill. I don't know if I had a chance to, to put it up on Getter yet, but if my team could look at it, I think it's still up as a lead story. Just put it up. It's about the changing dynamics within uh, the changing dynamics within the nation's capital. That right now the Republican conference, the Republican Party, and members of the Senate, this story is really about Rick Scott. Rick Scott, who's never been known as a fire breather, saying, hey, this thing on the border has got to be addressed now, and nothing else can go forward until we talk about it. That's why we want to isolate this out. And was I recommended to Speaker Johnson on this show yesterday, don't tangle this thing up with Ukraine. There can be no money for Ukraine. The Ukraine deal is done. It's finished. We can't kill any more Ukrainians by continuing to shove money over to the oligarchs. Just leave that off to the side. Focus on what's ahead of you. Secure the border or shut it down. Now, you saw there yesterday our own Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice investigative reporter, who now joins us uh, live. Ben, you were the lead story at Mediaite. And for the audience, we put up a lot of we put up a lot of stuff for Mediaite because it's really they do a lot of clips. They have a team that does it. It's one of uh, I think it's Dan Abrams company. The guys own News, News Nation. They own The Hill now. Uh, it's been Dan's company for for many, many years. It puts up clips and it's got definitely a leftward slant, but it gets some good stuff. Uh, it's also one of the most, for professionals, it's one of the most sites that people go to a lot because they get clips up quickly. The lead story yesterday, brother, was our own Ben Burkwam at the press conference asked the first question. Can we play that? Can Do I have that? You just pull it out and let me know if we can play it whole. Um, who was the, let me know when it's ready and I want to, re, j- j- just just Ben Ben Burkwam. Yeah, just that, that whole thing when he asked the question. Just let me know. What's a, we still have some sleepy young producers here. They've been out booming all night. You know what happens when they come in near dawn and they got to do their cold opens. Uh, ben, but I want to explain. Uh, you, you got, how, first off, how did you get the first question? How, how did Speaker Johnson unfortunately pick Ben Burkwam out of that out of that out of that crowd? That big mistake. Uh, no, his already, comms I, director, I, Speaker I, Johnson. You get. I would fire the comms. I would fire the comms director immediately. Hey, dude, you dropped the ball. I asked Burkwam. You know he's going to ask a tough question. Uh, the irony, Steve, uh, by the way, who calls it booming? Uh, but the irony is I, I raised my hand. I raised my hand and he called on me like in a classroom. Isn't that, uh, isn't that uh, epic ir- irony there? Yeah, no, it was, uh, uh, I, was, I raised my hand. He said, uh, yep, go ahead. And I said, it was very simple. The same question I told you I was going to ask. Who here? I said, I want to see a show of hands. Who here will vote to shut down the government until the border is secure? And before I was even done asking the question, Congressman Pat Fallon jumped in and, 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 and booed me down and said, we're not in a classroom. We're not going to answer the question. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just the, the height of, of uh, arrogance, the, the McCarthy-era arrogance that we saw yesterday, unfortunately. 
Okay, for, do we have the long one? We can go ahead. Okay, let's go ahead. I want to play this. I'll jump in, but go ahead. This is Ben Burkwam, and this shows you with all the talk and all the bravado and everything like that, Ben Burkwam asked one simple question. Hey, can we have a show of hands who's prepared to shut down the government? <laughs> and what did they do? They heckled Ben Burkwam. Let's, let's go ahead and play it. I'll jump uh, in. Who will shut down the government. We're not going to do show of hands. We're not in a classroom. We're not doing show of hands. Well, here's the, here's the deal on the, on the shutdown. We're, we are working hard to uh, get the appropriations bills done. And the resolve that, uh, of this group and that you've seen with our votes and, and carrying over and crushing the Christmas omnibus fever as we did with our laddered approach and the two-step CR, we have until mid-January. You have until early February to get the approved bills done. We have been working okay. in okay. earnest and in good faith. Okay. They have been at working in We should have taken three weeks off, Speaker. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to nickel and dime this guy. We're, we actually like him a lot and have had his back. But you got to face reality. The country's in a crisis. So Ben, first off, who was the guy? Who's the guy trying to play Tom Cruise with the wraparound sunglasses? Trying to be uh, Clint Eastwood <laughs> with the uh, with the wraparound sunglasses? Said no, we're not in a classroom. Well, dude, you are in a classroom. We want to see a show of hands. Well, who is that? Where is he from? Let, let's have a discussion about that because that was kind of inappropriate. I thought it was an inappropriate response. Yeah, you know, I, I'd never heard of the guy before this. Uh, his name is Pat Fallon, congressional representative from Texas, 4th District, uh, the uh, northeast side uh, outside of Dallas, uh, the uh, suburbs and up into the northeast. And, uh, you know, again, the, the, my biggest problem with, with congressional representatives, if I haven't heard of you, if you've been in office for more than two years and I haven't heard of you, that's a problem, especially when you're in Texas and your state is being overrun, our country's being overrun, and I've never heard your name, and the first thing you do is heckle me and say we're not in a classroom. After I had to raise my hand to ask the dang question, you can't raise your hand and say, yes, I will stand up for our country and I will shut down our government until we shut down the border. You're upset at that question, not at the fact that our country's being invaded and destroyed from within. Uh, I, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that, Steve. No, no, Ben, what he's upset about is that you put him on the spot. He said, hey, I've, you've been down here all day. There's been a lot of rah-rah, a lot of what we're doing, a lot of messaging stuff. I just have a question. Are, if you, are you, are you there? You, you either shut down the border, shut down the government, and not, not, not one hand went up. Not one hand. In fact, Ben Burkhoff got heckled. Ben, hang on for a second. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return. we got Burkwam. We got a couple of congressmen we're trying to get on today. Navarro, Kerry Lake. Uh, there is a lot going. I don't need to tell you that. You're the war and posse. We got the fight we wanted, and fight we shall in the war room next. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of: 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, 
you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. That we don't talk about when it comes to immigration is we don't talk about this is a very tight labor market. We actually need these people to work jobs. But you, I guess my question is, is if you don't get H.R. 2, that's it. You're not willing to let's say let's say there was I mean, I've seen the White House and the Democrats in the Senate go in your direction on this issue more than I've ever seen Democrats uh, go in your direction. And I've been in this town for a little longer than you. I've seen President Bush try to do this. I've seen President Obama try to do this. Uh, and it always comes down to the House Republicans and what they're willing to accept. Sir, will, uh, can we see, see a show of hands? Who will vote to shut down the government? No, we're not going to do show of hands. Uh, we're not in a classroom. We're not doing show of hands. Well, yeah, Pat Fallon, you are in a classroom. It's unacceptable. People in Texas, and we went through this uh, with the impeachment of the uh, attorney general. Uh, the problem we have in Texas is you have – it's a super MAGA state packed with patriots and MAGA, um, in, in, uh, in, in MAGA heroes in these super red districts. And you have guys like Fallon that kind of talk the talk but will not walk the walk. No. Your responsibility is not to sit there and trash talk somebody. Oh, we're not in a classroom. You're a tough guy. Hey, tough guy, show your hand. You prepared to shut down the call to Fallon's office today if you're down in Texas. 202-225-3121 or go over to Bill Blaster. Grace Chong will get up right now his uh his uh local office. And just ask him the question. Are you prepared to if they don't shut the border, are you prepared to shut down the government? And why didn't you answer the question yesterday? Why did you trash talk Ben Burkwam? Ben Burkwam, dude, Fallon, you've not you have not lifted a finger on this thing. You're the typical guy gets in there and just glides through, okay? You have not lifted a finger. Ben Burkwam, for the last three years, since the day Biden, uh, the illegitimate regime came in, he's put his life on the line. He and Oscar Blue Ramirez have been in the Daring Gap. Brother, tough guy, you've been down the Daring Gap? Tough guy? Have you been there? I'm not talking a photo op and you're sitting there back at Johnson. Remember, not one of those people raised their hand. What they do? They blew back on Ben Burkwam. Oh, don't ask that because he put him on the spot. This is a group of gutless cowards. He had nothing but rhinos sitting right in back of him. It's time to light these people up and say, hey, you represent us, right? Oh, we're not in a classroom. No, bro, you, you are in a classroom. You're trying to show the American people what's going on. And what you showed right there, that you're a gutless coward. Let me repeat that, a gutless coward. And people in Texas and your district should be ashamed of you. So today, let him, ha- let him have it. Tell him, hey, bro, we want to hear. We want you to. Ra- we want to know if you're going to raise your hand or not going to raise your hand. If they don't shut down the border, are you going to shut down the government? Ben Burkwam's question was very, very straightforward. Very straightforward. This is a McCarthy guy, typical McCarthy guy, right? He hung in there in McCarthy, voted for McCarthy all the time. Look what McCarthy. You know what McCarthy gave you, Pat Fallon? He gave us thirty-four trillion dollars in debt. He allowed Biden. The day uh, that, and you voted against it, but the day you vote against it was $31.4 trillion. You had McCarthy's back. You voted against the debt thing, that's fine. 31.4, now it's 34 trillion, 2.6 trillion in what, uh, six months? That's why at least Johnson's directionally right here, but we got to take the hard line. We have to be the conscience here. We have to be the rock and unmovable. It's very simple.
you know, you talked about these appropriations bills and everything. Oh, you got to the 19th. Well, you've had over a year and we ain't got them yet. These are appropriations bills, not for this, not for the fiscal year we're in. It's for the last fiscal year for this year. In other words, it's not the one we should be working on that we got to promulgate over the summer for next year. What they should be working on now is for we're six months into this or five months into this. They haven't done it. And, of course, they're taking off three weeks all the time. Every time you turn around another three-week holiday, you have a three-week holiday. And this is for Speaker Johnson. Do not come forward with one penny on Ukraine, bro. You see this thing right here? The war in the Middle East is expanding. You know, Fox News today says, hey, we have 118 hits on guys in Iraq and the fleet out there in the Red Sea. Uh, the Israelis, they killed the chief architect of the Muslim Brotherhood's franchisee, Hamas. You saw that? They, they took him out with a basic assassination uh, via drone. Please don't bury the lead. They took him out in Beirut. Okay? He was not in Qatar. He's not in Egypt. Uh, he's not in Gaza. He's in Beirut. Well, who else is in Beirut? Let me think about this for a second. Oh, hey, that's right. The Persian militia's up there. And so that's what you see right now. The Persian militias, it's starting to ratchet up. If we're going to have to fight one, and God knows we don't, this is why we need Trump back. We need somebody to go and bang heads together and get to peace there quickly. No more money for Ukraine. Enough Ukrainians have died. So, Johnson, I know they got you down in the situation room, and I know you've got to take a team in there. Take Gates in there. Take some of these guys who are experienced about the deep state rolling you. You've got to stand up. You have to deliver. It's now time. They don't get, I don't need any more biblical worldview. I need you to stand and I'm going to see all the biblical worldview about you standing and delivering and using your agency. And they're going to come at you from every direction. Oh, the country's going to fall apart. The economy's going to fall apart. It's all a lie. Just ask them a question. If we, if we uh, go through and I'll let you have another $2 trillion deficit this year, uh, in less than six months, we got to get to another one. It's another $2 trillion and another $2 trillion and another $2 trillion and another $2 trillion in perpetuity unless there's some radical cuts in spending. And don't sit there and go, well, it's all in timeless. We can't do anything in timeless. That is a bald-faced lie, a bald-faced lie. You have two things you have to do. It's first those massive cuts, and I know you're not going to hear this. I know you're not going to hear it, but you have to have you have you're going to have to take the super wealthy, the billionaires. You're going to have some going to have some tax increases. Do I have the Nikki Haley? Do I can I put that Nikki Haley thing up? Is that ready to go? Denver, can you put the Nikki Haley? I'll get to more of this later. Nikki Haley's got a got a meeting. Her paymasters. This is uh, this is one of these committees that raise money. Now the important thing here that is a who's who of the big donors of the Republican Party. The big fat cats who hate Trump, and they don't hate Trump personally. Most of them know him and like the guy. They hate him because he's put you in the room. He's empowered you, and trust me, they hate you. They may sit there and go, yeah, this is, you know, let's wave the flag, and we love the servicemen, and let's cry a big crocodile tear, and thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. You ain't seen any of their kids out there on, on foreign battlefields. You don't see them walking uh, post in the Hindu Kush. You don't see them on these ships in the South China Sea. No, no, no. That's for you. That's for you. Okay, let's keep that. Let's go back and keep that up for a second. We don't see my 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 lovely visage. Let's put that back up for a second. Thank you, Denver. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Put it up. Keep it up. Okay, guys, it's a tutorial. Um, if you look at that list, uh, that is the biggest fat cats, the biggest. That's that's the lords of easy money. That's the hedge fund guy, Henry Kravis. Every dirt ball donor is in there. And look at the date. Oh, look at the date. The date's the 30th of January. The 30th of January. Oh, that's after New Hampshire. 
If you think they're backing off this Nikki thing, you, you got another thing coming. And this is the open borders crowd. This is the crowd that wants to, this is the crowd that wants to, we got the thing from Nikki, don't call them criminals. Now, we're not into demonizing these people come across the border, but hey, guess what, Nikki? They did break the law and they're going home. So it doesn't do any good for you to kind of tee up the sob sister story uh, that your donors want. The donors are Molly Young. She said the quiet part out loud, and she speaks for the Democratic donors, but the Uniparty donors are just as bad. We need them for their labor. If you're black or if you're uh, if you're a Hispanic citizen in this country, working class or lower middle class, they she just said the quiet part out loud. This is what they talk about all the time. They talk about they want to flood the zone with illegal alien labor. Why? Let me do some math here. Hang on, hang on. I'm thinking. Oh, they want to drive down wages. Because, you know, you guys are making too much money. The working class in this country is making too much money. It's your fault. It's your problem. You're the, you're the inflation. You're the problem with inflation. You're the problem. Ben Burkwam, when you see Nikki Haley, her new paymasters, you got the elite of the elite. And that 30 January means they ain't going away. That's to reload and restock her for the run-up to not just South Carolina, but also to Super Tuesday. Uh, she's she's in. She's all in. She's going to have big money in back her. She's got Fox in back her. you got the Murdochs in back her. you got the big money in back of her. Uh, what, what does she not understand about the border, brother, and her donors? Well, she doesn't understand what the American people believe about the border. And, that's, and it goes back to Pat Fallon as well and all of these Republicans. The American people are beyond fed up with this. They see what's happening down here. I've got locals down here we're going to be talking to that are having to deal with this. Every one of their communities, and we were talking about it yesterday, Steve, every one of the communities across America are being destroyed by these open border policies. And you have people like Nikki Haley living in their ivory tower bubbles that don't have to live with these policies. So they can say all the platitudes, they can say all the things, that, the, the happy talk you talk about, but they're not doing anything to fix it. And the only solution that the American people want is no more. No more. Nikki, listen, no more. Get rid of it. Stop what's happening. Deport. Do what President Trump said. Otherwise, stop talking. They don't want it. The American people don't want to hear it. Nikki Haley's a joke. She shouldn't even be in there. Neither should anyone else, really, that's running in that in that uh, fake primary. But it is. The people are just sick of it, okay. Steve. They're sick of it. Hang, hang, on. hang on. I want you to hold through the break. I'm going to bring Andy Biggs on. We're going to come back to you. We've got economics to talk about capital markets. But here's the point, Ben. If you had not asked that question, how many of those, unless you put the glaring spotlight on them and shame them individually, like we just did to Pat Fallon, how many of those are going to warm out of here and not vote to shut down the government if the border is not shut down, sir? Yeah, I, I mean, all of them. I, I, I can't say all of them. You got some good ones. You're going to have Andy Biggs on. He'll stand up. But but there, there are a large number of them, probably 30 plus. No, but hang on. But hang on. Pressure, hang, hang, hang on. Hang on. Ho, ho, ho. Andy Biggs was not in that background. Andy Biggs and Gates and these guys are out doing their own deal. They wouldn't yep. stand in back of that because yep. they understand no, those are rhinos back there. How many of those rhinos? Not one, Am I wrong? Did any hands go up? You were there. I didn't see any hands of the 60 guys. I, I didn't. I, did any I, hands go I up? Didn't have, I didn't see any hands go up. I didn't see any hands go up, but I did have several of them come up to me afterwards and say, we like the question. We, we support that. Uh, but you could tell there was just once that <laughs> once the, yeah. the murmur yeah. came yeah. over, yeah. they were like, oh, we don't yeah. want to be the only ones raising our hand. No. No, that's called gutless. Okay, Ben, you hang around there. We're going to take a, a short commercial break. We've got Congressman Andy Biggs has been on this. The great thing about Biggs, he's probably the number one guy on the border. He's also in the top two or three on this massive debt problem. Andy Biggs does not back off. This is a guy that's tough as boot leather. He's one of the leaders in this. And remember, we got a fight, ladies and gentlemen, but it's a fight we want. 
and it's a fight on ground that I think is going to be of our own choosing. We've got to come together. We've got to fight hard because they're going to try to roll us hard. Roll us hard. Short break. Congressman Biggs in a moment. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's Friday 76. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday76. For this bureaucracy uh, of his government until you've brought this border uh, under control. Shut the border down or shut the government down. We are all committed to that. There is a national security issue that is being uh, taking place here on the southern border, and that's what it's going to take to to hold this administration accountable. Sir, will, uh, can we see a show of hands? Who will vote to shut down the government? Unless no, we're not going to do show of hands. hands. We're not in a classroom. We're not doing show of hands. Well, he- yeah, Fallon, you're in a classroom. You're getting schooled today, bro. That was a it, that was a complete disrespect from somebody who's put his life on the line uh, to to serve this nation, Ben Burkwam and Oscar Blue Ramirez and the entire Real America's Voice team that have been down there over the couple last couple of years in the, some of the most dangerous areas in the world to cover this. So don't sit there and give me any smack talk. And folks in Texas, this is the problem you got. Problem you've got, you've got MAGA red districts. You've got tons of patriots. We saw this in the, in the, um, in the impeachment of the Attorney General, Paxton. You got it. What you have is a bunch of McCarthyites. You got a bunch of folks down there that just want to be performative, want to tap you along and still play the game. Well, game's over. Real simple question, Fallon. If they don't shut down the border, are you prepared to shut down the government? Yes or no? There's no, we don't need any debate. It's a yes or no question. And yesterday you were too gutless to, uh, to, to, to raise your hand. If you don't want to raise your hand, that's fine. We're not telling you how to vote. But your constituents should light the phones up today, and let's hear from the constituents. I have not had a congressman on here in any district. When we ask about this question, it's unanimous. They say, oh, yeah, bring my district. 
Congressman Andy Biggs, and, and this is providential. I keep harping on this inspector general report because this is a, what a scam it is. When you see these people on Fox and CNN and MSNBC and they're talking about this and, oh, these people come to the country. We have 8 to 10 million right now from Todd Benzman's estimates and even the government's estimates. The inspector general, which is like Caesar's wife in these departments, they did an inspector general report and issued it and said, as quickly as you're processing them, the, these little stubs they get, they're supposed to get them back in a year or two years, three, which is bad enough. 75% of them, they just scribble a McDonald's in South Park, uh, Illinois. There's no way to track. I'm reading this report and I go, oh, what in the hell is going on here? They, they, we don't make any pretense of tracking these people. And thank God, the heroes, the Andy Biggs and the Gates, yesterday, the reason they couldn't come on the show, they go, oh, hey, Steve, by the way, we're doing our own thing. We got the inspector general and we're going to have a meeting with him. Andy Biggs, please tell the audience what this inspector general report is, who he is, and what it says about the reality of this invasion of our country. Yeah, Steve, thanks. Uh, uh, this is Inspector General um, Joseph Kafari, Dr. Joseph Kafari. He is the DHS, Department of Homeland Security Inspector General. He conducts uh, a massive number of audits. They do criminal uh, investigations within DHS, etc. cetera. And uh, if, I, if I've got the numbers right, last year, over 1,000 uh, criminal investigations um, and north of 60 uh, audits of performance and one of those is Inspector General Report uh, 23-47. And that is the report that, to which you were referring. And in that report, you see a couple of things that are really stark. Number one, um, basically 100% of the people that have, have been let loose into the country under the Biden administration, we don't know where they are. Uh, we, we don't really have a, a thorough vetting of, of, of almost 100% of them. But the most chilling part about this is if it is 8 million people, 6 million of those people are in this country. We don't know really who they are, where they're going. We don't know. We've, we've lost all contact with them. And the, the problem with that is, Steve, is, is, is a lot of them may have, uh, they may have good intentions, but they may have bad intentions. We just simply don't know who they are. And that doesn't include, by the way, they could, they could be, it could be, hang on. It could be, Hang on, it could be St. Francis of Assisi. I don't right. care. They're here. We talk about mass deportations. Go back, hit rewind. I need everybody to, you know, put the uh, Warpath coffee mug down for a second. You got to focus on this. This is signal because it shows you what a scam the whole thing is. Go back. The inspector general has a report of the 8 million illegal alien invaders in this nation that have been invited in by this illegitimate regime. You're telling me the inspector general, and he's no MAGA guy. He's no Trump. He's a, these guys are straight as an arrow. They're like Caesar's wife, right? Straight as an arrow. He's telling you his report shows six million. We not only don't know, we know who they are because you don't know who any of the eight million are. They don't know who they are. But more importantly, they don't know where they are and there's no method to track them. No, that's exactly right. Think of that. So, so, so Steve. That's 75 percent. Um, and then the let's add some additional fire to that. I mean, that's that's from uh, Inspector General Kafari. By the way, 
Um, the my, uh, Biden Mayorkas regime has been slow walking, getting him additional information that they've requested, not just on this, but on other issues uh, related that are directly related to this border crisis. And they and this administration is slow walking and don't want to give them information, and so they're having to fight uh, the administration constantly. But but moreover, um, you have got to understand that that we don't even know. Uh, most of these people, we take them at their own background. It is self-identification. A lot of these people, um, we're, we're trying to get uh, biometric data now, so you're getting some fingerprints, but they use the DNA swab system sparingly. Um, if you're under age 14, and d just think of this, you've got people using the family uh, exceptions. If you're under 14, they won't DNA swab you. They're not going to take biometric information on you if you're under age 14. So uh, you've got people that I, I, I've talked to, agents who've told me, said, yeah, this person clearly uh, 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 low 20s, probably high teens, low 20s. And they, and, and they will say, no, I'm 12. And because of its self-identification, what happens is they don't take the biometric data on them. And, and so it is a massive it's not just a scam. It is it, it is a criminal enterprise by this regime where we're, we're facilitating the logistic arm of the cartels that uh, have no regard for human life. Okay. Hold it. Go, hit rewind because you're a serious guy. You know about prosecutions. You're saying that in this impeachment of Mallorca is all this, as I keep saying, skip the impeachment and go right to the criminal referral. Th th there's essentially... This is a this is structured as a criminal enterprise. When you don't take the DNA of kids under 14, you're exacerbating and assisting in the trafficking of children. Am I incorrect on that, uh, Congressman Biggs? No, you're 100 percent right, Steve. And that's the problem. Um, so you get these these uh, lefty crazos uh, that that bring lawsuits and say you should not do it. You should not get this DNA. But the protection is for the children. I mean, these are the most vulnerable of those people. By the way, the ORR Office of, of Health and Human Services have misplaced over 100,000 children, by the way. They don't know where they are at all. Um, and um, some of them were being placed with pedophiles, et cetera, which is, which is just ridiculous. It's, it's dangerous. But the, to not take the DNA uh, uh, identification of these children and determine whether they're actually related to these individuals is is absolutely well i in my mind it's criminal because you 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 piling on a, a series of of things uh and processes in place that facilitate the overrun or the invasion of our southern border and and you know we had stuff from the inspector general but we met yesterday uh with my little group of five we met with uh local uh, health administrators first responders ranchers uh, uh, the the head of the Texas uh, the border uh, commission or border czar I guess we call them, uh, you know we met with these people to get the the information that you need that you're not going to get sanitized from the Biden Mayorkas regime and it is beyond time to actually say and, and really do something I mean you got to actually say we're not going to fund. Uh, your bureaucratic programs, Joe Biden, the things that you hold dear, unless you actually bring border security to the to, to the United States of America and, and protect us 
from these national security threats that are surely happening. And, and, and the other th thing about it is everybody wants to say, well, HR2, HR2. I love HR2. I wrote, I wrote parts of HR2. Uh, at one time or another, I introduced every part of HR2. So it's a good bill. But if you have a lawless regime, policy won't do it. You have to you have to leverage what the founders gave us. That's the purse strings to say, no, no, we're not going to give you any more hang, until hang, you secure the border. OK, hang on. Hang on. This is more signal. So, ladies and gentlemen, get that number two pencil and write this one down. What Gates is saying, because the two Jakes, the two Jakes, Jake Tapper and Jake Sherman over at Punchbowl, Sherman starts the punch bowl today, and that's still the most informed thing in, on Capitol Hill. And Jake uh, Tapper said yesterday and came back on scene today, he's never seen the, the city move as quickly as possible to this issue. But they're still going to play games. What Biggs is saying, and this is so important, it's not just H.R. 2. He needs to see the implementation of it. It's not just that we're going to, oh, they would agree to H.R. 2 in the Senate and the White House, which is a huge climb in and of itself. But you're saying no more games. That that You need to see the parts of H.R. 2 that stu was shutting down the border must be shut down before you're prepared to vote on anything. If it takes 30 days, if it takes 60 days, it takes 90 days, however long it takes, until that's shut down, not one penny for the Biden regime. Is that your point? Yeah, that's my point. And, and, and Steve, think about it. You you saw it back in the early 80s, mid 80s, when in 1986, when under Ronald Reagan, he was given the uh, uh, they were going to build a fence. They were going to do all this border security because they had some problems. And so he signed an amnesty bill, which actually uh, ended up being about four or five times as many people got amnesty than were re represented. But he was told that if you give us amnesty, we'll give you the border. And that's what is effectively happening even with H.R. 2. They're saying, well, if we get H.R. 2, yes. OK, we're going to keep yes. going. It's not – you can't trust these people. It's a lawless regime, and you have to acknowledge that. Uh, before we go, I know your staff, you've got to bounce. But real quickly, you've also been the tip of the spear of the cuts. Nobody talks about – these cuts are still marginal. He said yes, – Johnson said yesterday it's securing the border – and cuts to discretionary spending. Where do you think we stand in that disaster and debacle where we're running $2 trillion deficits? Is there any steam building up to have meaningful cuts? Uh, you're going to have um, some, some cuts that will bring it down by probably 60 to $80 billion, which is uh, we would uh, normally would say that's, that's not chump change, but it is when you're, when you're out of whack over $200 billion a month. But then they're going to fiddle around with an unfunded supplemental to the Ukraine and and Israel and Taiwan oh, and all of that. They're going to try to cram that in. That'll be 105. So your net won't be a net 60 to 80 billion dollar cut. It's going to be a net increase in overall spending, probably by 35 billion to 50 billion dollars. Steve, that's the that's the falseness of uh, of our government. Okay. We're all over it. Uh, quickly, got 30 seconds. Yes or no? Does uh, Speaker Johnson still have Andy Biggs's vote of confidence, sir? Uh, he's better than any alternative that I know of, Steve. Okay, I take that. We look. You're you're revered by this audience, so we'll take it as it is. Uh, social media. We got to bounce. I know you got to bounce. Social media. Where we track you, Congressman? Uh, Biggs.house.gov. Uh, at, at Rep. Andy Biggs AZ. 
Congressman, thanks for carving out the time. Thanks to staff for carving out the time. Appreciate it. Yeah. Congressman Andy Biggs. With Biggs, you always get a direct and straight answer. It's quite refreshing, even when it's bad news. Short break. Back with Burke Harmon in a moment. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit TaxNetworkUSA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Bus, are are you transporting um, migrants to the airport, sir? Shut the door right in my face. One of the companies that transports the migrants is Jet Limousine, which we learned is a subcontractor to a group called Charter Up. These bus companies have instructed their drivers not to talk to any O'Keefe journalist and to even call the police on us when they see us. More on that soon. Hi, sir. Sir, who do you who do you work for, sir? I'm wondering um, who do you work for, and are you shipping migrants on buses on the hour? I work for Nunya. Who's on your business, man? Huh. Yeah, I'm looking dangerous now. Yeah, they're looking anxious now. Yeah, look at their faces now. What is that? What is none of my business? What? You're shipping migrants on the hour every hour to the airport. You work for none of your business, Nunyo? None of your business. What's the name of the nonprofit that you guys are getting the contracts with? You can leave now. We're done. We're finished. What's your name? Nunyo. What's your name? It's actually a lot of my business. The public has a right to know. Bye. The public, we're not going anywhere. We spoke to two individuals who worked at the Migrant Center, Jesus Moreno and Thomas Robles. Jesus, the man who just slammed the gate on us, then offered us money to make us go away, which sounded to us like a bribe. How much you guys get paid? I'll pay you guys. What's that? How much you guys get paid? Jesus, yeah, nada. Jesus, is that your name, Jesus? Jesus wouldn't give us his first or last name, but his boss, 
shouted it out while she was telling him, no digas nada, Spanish for say nothing to them. Nada, no digas nada. No digas nada, give them nothing. So we have a woman saying Jesus. But using just his first name and face, we found him online almost immediately. We have a bus pulling up, guys, right here. There's two buses. They're going the other way. He's waving. Uh, we're trying to get, we're trying to get our key for keys much much more footage. Uh, Burkwam, <clears throat> two things. Number one, Birch Gold, this complete debacle. We're gonna have Navarro on next. Uh, this complete debacle with the U.S. dollar. I've got a story up from um, Zero Hedge today. Talked about the destruction of the dollar and how the bricks are running away from it. Go get the end of the dollar empire. You need to get up to speed on this. It's inextricably linked with this immigration debacle, chaos. Uh, make sure you go do it today, uh, slash Bannon. That's birchgold.com slash Bannon. Understand the, the, what's happening to the dollar as a prime reserve currency. Also, call Philip Patrick and the team to understand the forces that are driving gold to all-time highs. We're, we don't make direct market calls here or give you financial advice. you got to talk to the guys at Birch Gold about that. But you need, we do the macro. You need to understand the forces behind it. Um, and your, your learning curve is pretty impressive. Also, some people out in the chat room kind of now hopeless. Can we do it? Come on, baby. Let's do it. Let's roll. You think every day was a sunshine day in the American Revolution? Remember, after they signed the Declaration, it took, what, eight years of hard fighting? And the British still didn't give up. It wasn't until, uh, it wasn't until uh, the Battle of New Orleans in 1815 that they got the lesson delivered to them and backed off, at least for a while, until the Civil War. You got to grind. If you're going to be a patriot, you got to grind. Understand it's tough. Understand it's hard. But this is the fight we want. We've always wanted this fight. Let's have it. Let's have it. We're going to unmask a lot of people on this. We're going to fight hard. Ben Burkwam, you've you've been you've done this. You've seen what O'Keefe is up against. He got these secret operations. And the key thing, and the first part of that, we weren't able to show. But they got the table there, and it was almost like the same situation with you. It's these NGOs that are funding this. This group, the NGO ticks. For the, their revenue last year, this NGO was two point, I think, two point one billion dollars, four hundred million alone from the federal government. Oh no, excuse me, one point two billion dollars, four hundred million from the federal government from this audience tax money paying to ship illegal aliens in this country as quickly as possible. You got a couple of guests. We got a few minutes here. I'm gonna hold you through the break. Tell us who you got. Let's hear what they got to say. Yeah, Steve, it's all the NGOs. All of this is run by NGOs. It's not just uh, the, not that we're just paying them once they get here. These NGOs are in foreign countries training people on how to break our immigration laws and teaching them on what to say and what not to say to slam the door in your face to say, I was just at the airport here in San Antonio, had a Haitian guy say, don't want to be on camera. All the time they're saying that. They're being trained by these NGOs to do that. We just had a bus drop off behind us uh, at this facility here. This is the main facility in San Antonio. Has a thousand people in it a day. They're shipping them through every single day. And we watched that bus unload. 90% fighting age men. I'm here with uh, Hernando Arce and uh, Joseph Trimmer, locals that are just fed up with this. You're also a uh, veteran. Uh, Hernando, let's start with you real quick before we go to break. So why, why does this matter so much to you? And what's what? happening out here? Well, because this is a national security issue. And I've been here since the day they opened up their doors in July of 2022 to document what's happening because the legacy media is not giving the American people the truth on what's really happening. Joseph? Well, uh, you, listen, my family is a family of immigrants. My dad took 10, 10, 15 years working at this. He got his citizenship to come to this country, did it legally, 
and now he, he has passed. But the, the biggest gift that he left me is that I am a U.S. citizen because of the work that he put in, and I just can't stand cheaters. I, I, it, it doesn't work for me. Steve? Yeah, ask the question. This is very important. Uh, these two guys, uh, terrific patriots. What, what do they feel like when they see uh, a government that's allowed 10 million illegal alien invaders to come in and crush the wages, take the education, the health care, all of it from American citizens who are barely getting by? So I'm going to uh, uh, you're on comms. I'm going to relay that question to you. What do you guys see as American citizens seeing the government allowing 10 million illegal aliens to take the wages, to take the, the, the health care, to take everything that they're giving to Illegal aliens at the expense of American citizens, Joseph. And by the way, I want to show this, Steve, real quick, too. All around the parking lot, if we can turn the camera, turn it up that, that direction there. I want to just show you that you've got illegal aliens on every street corner, panhandling, begging. They're selling drugs. They're, uh, it's, it's everything that's bad with what's happening here. There's so many other factors that come into this. But, Joseph, uh, go ahead. Well, listen, I, I call Excuse it. Excuse me, Hernando. Yeah, I call this place. Not the Welcome Migrant Center. I call it the American Replacement Center because that's what's happening, Steve. These illegal aliens are going to replace the blue-collar workers, the American middle-class workers, by the millions of them. And so, uh, and as we speak now, we have a black market right behind the cameraman crew where they're selling illegal uh, contraband. They're selling uh, wire transfers <laughs> using the, the app Zelle. They're doing uh, currency wow. exchanges, uh, and they also uh, uh, service a hotel down the street where they you can get a hot shower. Yeah. So yeah. you know to answer the got, uh, hey guys, question, it's, Ben, it's, it's, Ben, just hang on for one ahead. second. We got we, Ben. We got to take a short commercial break. We're gonna take a, we're gonna flip to the second hour. You guys hang on. We're gonna come back to you in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, the real victims here are the hardworking blue collar Hispanic Americans, uh, African Americans that are being crushed. Like Molly Young says. We want their labor. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. 
Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 